Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. I begin in the name of Allah, the merciful, the especially merciful. Let's get to your questions right away. Assalamu alaikum, and I'm excited to get started, inshallah. The first question reads, um, Sheikh, would you be able to explain the hadith on Fajr and Isha being burdensome for the hypocrites, please? Am I still a hypocrite if I find them difficult, but I still always pray them? The answer is, well, let's talk about the hadith first. The Prophet ﷺ has mentioned in a hadith that verily the most burdensome of prayers upon the hypocrites are the Isha and Fajr prayers. The reason for this is because in the Isha prayer and the Fajr prayer, it requires a lot of sincerity. Because when you go to the masjid at that time, it's dark and no one can really see you. So the hypocrites are thinking, you know, perhaps if I don't get up, no one's going to know that I was there or not there because it's hard to see faces in that darkness. In a different hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha, for example, she mentions that the women, because they were so covered up, they were definitely not recognizable in those prayer times if they came to the masjid. So that's what the meaning of that is. But if you are finding any act of Islam difficult and you're still doing it, that is not only a sign of your iman, it is something that will bring you extra rewards because you're still doing it to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I hope that makes sense. Next question. Whenever I make dua or any visible action of worship and my mom or anyone else walks in, I stop making dua and put my hands down. I don't know if this is a sin, but I want to repent. But I know to repent, one needs to go, never to go back to that sin. And then the person who's asking says that they can't promise that they will not go back to this sin. You see, the first thing is, the we in Islam, we have been advised not to be in any of the extremes. So one extreme is a person who does acts just to show off. And the other extreme is that we stop doing acts when people are watching us. Um, I think we need to come in the middle on this. And that is that, Let's say a person starts watching us, we remind ourselves that we are doing this for the sake of Allah and we continue doing it. I don't think it's a sin to stop, but it's definitely not advisable. And it could be shaitan tricking us into thinking that perhaps um, that is what Islam wants of us and to limit the good de deeds that we are doing. So the middle path is as soon as that thought comes, we tell Allah, oh Allah, I'm doing this just for you. Oh Allah, make it easy for me. And we continue doing it, inshallah. The next question is, should we raise our hands while reciting Ayatul Kursi? And the answer is, no, I have never read anything like that. So it's not really something that we have to do. Um, if we feel like doing it out of respect, we can, but there's no evidence for it. Uh, the next question is, what is the latest time to perform the Asr Salah? Well, you see, Asr Salah, we can offer it all the way before sunset, but it is very much disliked to delay it that much. Um, it's the makru time, the dislike time of offering the Asr prayer is when the sun has become pale, meaning we're able to look at it without our eyes hurting. So that's about 20 or 30 minutes before Asr ends. Um, before that time, when the sun, you can still, you know, you have to squint your eyes to look at the sun. That is the time where we should be praying Asr. After that, when the sun has become pale and we can look at it easily is a dislike time. The next question is about, can I recommend any books on marriage? 
there is actually a really good book that I like. I don't think there's any single book that covers everything, to be honest. And even the books that I'm recommending, I feel like they cover elements of it and they don't cover everything. But a few good books that I can mention is a really good book by my friend Ismail Sheikh. Um, if you go on Amazon, you can get a, a Kindle version of this. It's known as I Intimacy. Search that. Search I Intimacy Ismail Sheikh. Um, a second book that I like is The Five Love Languages. Um, the third one, if you're looking at more the sexual elements of it, there's a really good book by Mufti Ibn Adam al-Kawthari. This is called The Islamic Guide to Sexual Relations. Um, that could be an important book as well. I think another really good book about um, the importance of conversation in a marriage is Reclaiming Conversation. Um, so these are kind of, I feel like, you need different elements of this in different moments of your marriage. And uh, yeah, I hope that helps. The next question is, how do you know you have righteous company? I think for me, it's something very simple, right? Um, when you meet that person, you think about Allah. Um, the person encourages you to become a better per version of yourself. And if you are doing something wrong, you would feel shy taking them along or you would feel shy doing it in front of them. I think that's just a really summed up version of figuring that out. The next question has levels to it, so I'm going to answer it a bit by bit. It says, I'm supposed to meet a man for the first time as a rishta and have not seen him or know much about him. What's some things I should ask and be mindful of? The first thing that I personally really, really, really believe in is in doing your research about the person. And that is not in the meeting. I feel like you got to find someone who knows them really, really well, hopefully two or three people, and ask them for references. So for example, when I got married to my wife, I spoke to her teacher who knows her and her entire family for decades, um, who knows her well, and that gave me the satisfaction that, you know, I'm not walking into something that will be harmful. Um, another thing is you got to ask them stuff like, have they been married before? Um, are they diagnosed with any diseases? Are they diagnosed with any mental health issues? Stuff like that, um, I think, are is very important. Um, is the rukhsati an Islamic thing? I think you're referring to um, people who get married and then they're not allowed by the culture and by their parents to uh, get into, you know, to have sexual intercourse or sexual relations. Um, that's not really an Islamic concept, but should a person honor it once they have spoken to their parents and promised their parents? That's a whole different conversation, and I feel like I would like to answer that on an individual basis. Um, there's another question which I feel like I'm not sure it's too vague, but the question after that is, how much should mahar be on average? Um, mahar could be as high as you want, and that's fine. But the Prophet ﷺ has told us that there's barakah in marriages which have less expenditure and has, in some translations, less mahar. Um, in my circles at least, on average, people um, ask for mahar fatimi. If you would like the exact amount for that, it changes per day. You could contact me privately and I could calculate that for you, inshallah. The next question is, is it true that in some extreme and rare circumstances under the Hanafi madhab, the nikah can take place without a wali? Um, yes, it is true. In the Hanafi madhab, 
normally, I mean, if we're looking at under an Islamic government, nikahs could take place without a wali. However, um, if the nikah was done outside of kufu, which are things that uh, people, like, you know, if a, if a religious girl marries an irreligious man, for example, in those circumstances, the family could then step in and ask for an annulment of the nikah if they were not aware um, of the nikah in the first place or if they were not, if they didn't give their permission. Um, so yeah, nikahs would be valid without a wali for sure. However, I think nowadays, no imam in Canada at least that I know would be comfortable performing a nikah if the wali is not there except for in exceptional circumstances. I know I normally do 10 questions, but I think I will be stopping here now. Jazakallah khairan guys. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.